Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars here on a beautiful hot weekend where I'm at in Studio City in Burbank, California and all that sunny California stuff. Um, so I'm inside reading comic books, catching up. I've been getting behind on those Star Wars comics. There's just so many of them and I don't go to my shop every week. And you guys know, I've said it here, I've said it on the show, that I love having new comics, new Star Wars comics, every time I go to my shop and, and pull my stack. It is it is a, a great thing for a lifelong Star Wars fan to have these wonderful comics that the team at Marvel does such a good job with. But I've been open with some of the things in them don't always connect with me, and that is, that is okay. If it's out there connecting with you, go for it. Screaming Citadel, first issue. Hasn't connected with me yet. I hope uh, hoping the second one does. There's some great stuff in it. It's just a little out there. Uh, you guys know my 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 constant 
references to the space whales that show up in the Vader comic that are uh, spaceships made out of whales. Uh, you've got uh, the little things like here and there. I don't want to blame for that. But I feel always a little bad. I feel guilty because I, I don't connect with some of that stuff, but I love that I have these comics every week. And then, then there's this moment that makes it all worthwhile. These are the moments that we as Star Wars fans kind of strive for, and that is, and I'm behind an issue. Issue 15 is out, but I just finally got a chance this week to read Poe Dameron, issue 14. Uh, This is one of the comics, one of the stories, one of the issues that makes this all work, the Marvel comics, having this new canon, and it is one of the ones that I wish you all could read. So, I'm going to go into it. If you haven't had a chance to read the Poe Dameron comic series, don't worry about it. Stop right now. You don't have to listen to my voice all the time. Go start reading. Pick up a trade paperback. Get into it. There's some great stuff. There's some wonky stuff, too. All right? Uh, there's some stuff in the Poe comic that has uh, caused my eyebrows to arch up a bit. But overall, it's been a great comic. Uh, there is a main villain in the comic, a guy named Terex, who used to be a stormtrooper, was there at the Battle of Jakku, kind of became a crime world uh, underboss, and uh, loves uh, building uh, ugly ships and uh, has gear that's compiled of a bunch of things, stormtrooper costumes, little um, Asian shogun type of influence, kind of a, uh, he, he's, he's got all, he's all over the board. And he's, a, and he's an interesting character. He's kind of like a, a first order security bureau type of guy. Um, but he's he's run into some problems, and, and he so far has been a great villain. He's been following Poe around as as, as Poe tries to find Lor Santeca and uh, get us going to the events of The Force Awakens. So that's kind of the setup for the series. If you haven't read it, go for it. And if you're just not caught up, I understand, too. I'm going to go into issue 14 a little bit here because it's got some great stuff. It is written by Charles Soleil, uh, S-O-U-L-E. He is going to be writing the new Darth Vader comic, the uh, beginning of the Dark Lord's reign, following the events of Revenge of the Sith, that comic coming out in June. Uh, Angel Yunzeta, Yunzeta, Yunzueta? Oh, I like saying it that way better. Uh, he is the artist, R.F. Prinanto G. Uh, no, Bob Smith ain't working in comics. <laughs> He's the colorist. Uh, they put together this uh, issue. Heather Antos, Jordan D. White, of course, uh, associate editor and editor, respectively. Uh, big team over at Marvel. I want to give these guys full credit, even though I can't say their names right. Uh, this is one of the best things of new Star Wars canon created, I, I, I do believe, uh, including books. And I might even be including, it, I mean, Force Awakens and Rogue One. Like, it's not better than those. Those are different things. And I'm not comparing comics to the books. But it is up there. Like, this is, to me, part of, uh, I'd say, required reading. I, I wish you all could download this information in your brain. There's been a mission. Poe's returned. He's been chased by Tarix. Tarix, he works for the First Order, but they're a little unhappy with him. So Tarix has now been captured by the First Order. He's being kind of uh, held in the brig. He's demanding to speak to Captain Phasma. But uh, an X-Wing pilot, part of the Black Squadron, led by Poe Dameron, dies. And that is uh, a man by the name of Lulo. 
Uh, he's an alien, I should say, not necessarily a man. Uh, he dies. He, he's, he's been around. Lulu Lempar, uh, he has been around the rebellion, the resistance, all that stuff for a while. He uh, Poe considers him his uncle. And uh, he lost in action. And so we're uh, on the car, the headquarters of the resistance, of course. Uh, and there is an amazing... It's an amazing panel. It is, it is a, it is a full-page panel. It is Princess Leia, General Leia, in uh, ceremonial costume, uh, in front of uh, a casket, First Order symbol on it, light pouring in from the top. It's a, just a great shot, and uh, she says, this is a sad day. And obviously, with the passing of Carrie Fisher, little things like that carry double meaning for a Star Wars fan. fans. And this is... I mean, I'd hang this panel uh, in my room if I could. It's just an amazing piece of art here. Uh, so they're speaking of the funeral. Leia's speaking, but Poe speaks, and Poe uh, gives a great speech and talks about how we are, you know, we're luminous beings, hearkening back to Yoda. And I love when things uh, tie from the current days to the old days, right? It makes sense. It starts to fit together. It's a connective story. And it's kind of touching because he's basically talking about Luke and Leia. And he's definitely talking about stuff Luke Skywalker told him and uh, uh, told uh, Leia. And uh, I should say, actually, more than that. And uh, what Leia passed on to Poe. And it's a great speech. Uh, you got Snap Wexley, Jess Pava, other members, Elo uh, 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 other members of the uh, Black Squadron there. And Poe just gives a great speech. And then Leia grounds him. And he can't understand because he kind of wants to go back up. He's kind of ready to go fight. He's ready to carry on the mission. So why Tarix is demanding to speak to Phasma. And Phasma does show up. And you do get to see Phasma. It's another great shot. Some great art on Phasma. You get to see that she carries some power. She carries some intimidation. She is definitely a big leader in the First Order. And I like that because we saw so little of Phasma in The Force Awakens. And I do believe we'll see more of Phasma in The Last Jedi, but you see so little of her, and, and the, you know, the, the inside joke slash inside frustration is that she didn't, uh, she wasn't used as much, and it was somewhat disappointing to a lot of us, uh, understandably, but you're starting to see Phasma really in uh, extended canon, the new extended canon be used a lot. She's got a comic coming out, book coming out, and I'm looking forward to what they build with this Phasma character, and in this, in this issue, Phasma is definitely person of power. Uh, Leia grounds Poe, and we get to learn a lot about, and this is kind of the whole reason I'm rambling and recapping this issue, is uh, Poe doesn't understand. She did, she grounds him. And he wants to, he's like, look, I'm an X-Wing fighter pilot. This is what I do. I'm the best pilot we got. You can't ground me. You gotta send me back out. I I I, I must be out there. That is, that is what uh I, I do, but she grounds him. She wants him to think on things. And basically what Princess Leia, General Leia, she's, to me, she's royalty. Uh, she impresses upon Poe that he is more than what he thinks he is. And he brings more to the resistance than he thinks he does. He is not just a fighter pilot. He might be the death, best damn fighter pilot in the galaxy right now. And that has a tremendous value, as we see in The Force Awakens. But, he's a leader. He is a leader. 
He says, General, I am just a pilot. Point me at the bad guys and let me do my thing, you know? I don't understand what you're getting at. Leia says, I know you don't understand, Poe. That's why you're grounded. Come talk to me when you figure it out. So while Snap and the rest of the team are uh, having a wake in honor of their fallen comrade, Poe, Poe does some deep thinking. Why Tarix goes through some uh, deep thinking as well. Tarix is an interesting character. He's an older gentleman. He's got a little mo- mohawk, a little tattoo on his forehead. Um, some scars. Like I said, he was on Jakku. And they had already been in some of these uh, previous issues of the Poe Dameron comics and flashbacks to um, to uh, Poe, uh, to excuse me, Tarix on Jakku and the Battle of Jakku. And it's an interesting take. Uh, I, I like some of the stuff they've, they've put out there. That uh, The battle, it was a pathetic showing by the Empire almost. And when you put it all together with what you read in Aftermath, the, the Battle of Jakku wasn't what we thought it might have been when we first started hearing about it as fans. Uh, it, it is almost a ruse. It was an intentionally, uh, almost an intentional loss on the part of Galeus Rax and the rem- remnants of the Empire. Um, but Tarix didn't believe that. Tarix one of the people that... Uh, Wanted the Empire to win. Served the Empire. He was there. He tried hard to bring back the Empire after the Battle of Jakku. He says that effort failed. But here with the First Order, I see a new hope. And uh, he talks about how the there is a right way for the galaxy to be run. He says, safety and peace comes from order. It comes from control. Freedom is a drug and lesser-minded beings can become addicted to it ruining their lives and the lives of everyone around them. That is why he pledges himself to the New Order, First Order, and uh, why he pledged himself so fervently to the Empire back in the day. And it is actually a great speech. We always talk about every villain as a good guy in their own story, and why it's safe to say the First Order's uh, troops and leaders are definitely the bad guys. Um... You know, uh, it uh, Terex has this interesting viewpoint, the one that they seem to be exploring a lot more in uh, new Star Wars material. We're going to get it with Inferno Squad. We got a little bit of it in Lost Stars. At times, it's popped up in the comics where, you know, those uh, those rebels were causing problems. They might have been the bad guys in someone's some people's eyes. Now, in the end, I don't believe that's right, but I do like this uh, these moments, and, and this is some of the better stuff with Terex. You almost start to believe it, and he pledges himself to the First Order, um, and something happens to Terex. But Poe comes to the realization that he is a leader, and that is what Leia is trying to get into. He is a leader. He is more important than that. Than that, she asks him if he finally understands what she was getting at, and he says he does. This isn't my fight. And she says, "Very good, Poe. I knew you had a brain up there somewhere. The truth is, I can't let all the rest of uh, all this rest on my shoulders forever. I honestly don't know how long we'll have to well resist. The rebellion went on for decades, and I'm sorry to say, probably sooner than we'd like." I'll be luminous. It's heart-wrenching. It is General Leia addressing her own mortality. It is the writers, creators of the wonderful world of the new Star Wars, prepping us, in a way, 
for the passing of General Leia. Carry on, uh, carrying on the, the, the mission, carrying on the baton will be Poe. It's also sad, carries the overtones of the passing of Carrie Fisher, of course. And it is some great art again. It is General Leia, with all her age and wisdom, displayed proudly on her face in these shots. The final frame of, uh, well, not the final frame of her in the comic, but the final frame of that section I just read to you. Uh, she says, when she says, I'll be luminous, it is just really close and tight on her face. And it tugs on your Star Wars fan heartstrings because you know this is happening. It also sets up Poe. Now, Poe, these, these comics are, uh, are set, of course, right before Force Awakens. So they're going to lead up to that. I don't know how long. See, we're at issue 15 now. I don't know how long. The Vader comic went 25. I, I can see Poe po Dameron's comic going to about 25 issues. But what we have here, what we have clear, and what we are reading into here, is that Poe Dameron will eventually, I believe, be the leader of the Resistance. He will not just be the hot-shot X-Wing pilot. Now, we already see him in his X-Wing gear. We see him already in the middle of a fight in the teaser trailer for The Last Jedi. I wouldn't expect that to change. I wouldn't expect this transition to change. After all, General Leia is still featured prominently in The Last Jedi. But when we look towards Episode Nine and what may come, and what may come beyond, Poe Dameron is the one I think we need to look to as the leader of the Resistance. Whether it be General Dameron, Admiral Poe, Colonel Poe Dameron, it doesn't matter. What this so wonderfully does in this issue is set up Poe for something bigger than he is, something more important than he is. As Leia says, maybe you are the best pilot in the galaxy, but that's not all I see in you. I think you're one of those rare beings who help other people fight, who will inspire and give hope when all seems lost and convince our people to keep going when they don't think they can. It's great. It's a great highlight on why Poe Dameron is important. Why I'm so glad the idea that Poe was going to die in the first act of Force Awakens was tossed aside early on. So glad that a wonderful performer like Oscar Isaac is on board to portray this character from now and hopefully forever. And uh, if you read this with me, uh, if you uh, understood the weight and meaning of this comic... Tweet on in. Let's let's console ourselves together. This I I closed this issue, and normally I put them uh, right into my uh, my bags and boards and and store the comics. Uh, I have kept this out because I've read this actually two or three times. It is one of my favorite issues of anything Marvel has produced with Star Wars, and again one of the best things of new canon. It is key. It is General Leia prepping her soldiers and us as fans for a transition of power and perhaps the passing of a beloved character. It's a great thing. It's a great moment. Hope that wasn't a little too down for you guys. But that issue touched me. So uh, to Charles Soleil, I'm looking forward to your work in the Darth Vader comic, but this was a big, giant win. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Couple questions out there. You can go follow me on Twitter at Ken Napsock. You can follow this station at Four Center Pod. And uh, you can uh, tweet me using the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars, and I'll find it and we'll have a conversation here. Armchair Reels at Armchair Reels on Twitter says, uh, What do you think the Star Wars films would be like if Toshiro Mifuni? accepted the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi in Episode 4 as Lucas intended. Uh, Toshiro Mifuni, one of the great Japanese actors of all time, one of the great actors of all time, and he was a, uh, a regular collaborator with the great director Kira Kurosawa, uh, 16 films, and of course George Lucas, very, very influenced by Kurosawa. Uh, Hidden Fortress is... Uh, is Star Wars in a lot of people's minds. And that's fair. It's a fair thing. I think even Lucas would nod and say, yes, yes, a lot of that film is in my storytelling. So, um, Toshiro Bufuni, uh, Lucas wanted him, Legend Goes, confirmed for sure that uh, he wanted him as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they didn't have him. So how would it have changed? Uh, you know, as well as things we'll never know, yeah, Sir Alec Guinness is not a bad backup choice. 
Alec Guinness brought a certain weight and uh, set the tone, I think, for, you know, uh, along with the Imperials, that the, the British, those accented Brits are the ones with knowledge and power beyond understanding in Star Wars. I think Mifune would have changed some of that. And, of course, then uh, he passed away in 1997. But if the prequels had come about and we needed to cast a a young Obi-Wan Kenobi, we would have been casting a younger Japanese actor. Uh, That would have been great for the diversity of Star Wars. That would have been different. Um, But uh, would he have been... Would Obi-Wan Kenobi as a character been changed? I think it would have been generally the same. It would have been, uh, uh, you know, it would have been the same kind of archetype, the mental role. I don't think it would have been tremendously different, but it would have been interesting. It definitely would have been uh, a different flavor to Star Wars. We'll never know. But what do you guys think? Let me know. Let me know. Maybe some of you are Kurosawa fans who have studied the work of Mifune for years and years, and you can explain it better and, and how he would have changed that role. Let me know. Matthew Watson says, uh, from the Twitter handle, handle Matthew1564485. Uh, he, uh, uh, um, Matthew says, sorry, I lost the Twitter. I lost it. This is what happens when we record live to tape. I moved my mouse. He, Matthew asks, if the Jedi end, do you want them replaced with a new order? Or should Force users just do their own thing? Matthew, great question. Uh, this is probably one I should kick off to the uh, Force Center crew as well. But um, if it's true, if, if Luke really is saying the Jedi have to end, and he really intends to do that, and somehow that does happen, You cannot have Star Wars without the Force. If the Jedi go away, that does not mean the Force goes away, and we all know that. So I think something or somebody or some group should replace them. But I think it might be a new version. I look at Ahsoka Tano. I look at her journey in the Clone Wars. I look at what happened to her in the Clone Wars. Uh, Leaving the Jedi Order. Showing up again, helping the Rebel Alliance as it grows in the Rebels cartoon series. And then, of course, that great Ahsoka book. She is still very much a Jedi in some ways. She does all the things Jedi do. Uh, She has all the powers Jedi have. And then she gets her cool white lightsaber blades uh, after she takes them from an Inquisitor. That's very much all Jedi stuff. But she is not a Jedi. She walked away from the order. And I think it could be something like that that possibly emerges. I still think it's small. I still think the Force and the Jedi and even the Sith, though Kylo and Snoke are not Sith, um, there's still something in that. Good versus evil, dark versus light. I think Star Wars has to have that. Even Rogue One, which was a war picture, right? Still had the Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and all that stuff. It is still there, and of course it had Vader. So I think if you're going to replace the Jedi, it is still a bunch of Force users forming some kind of collective. Maybe the rules are off a little bit. Maybe uh, maybe a Jedi uh, can find love a little bit and not have to worry about giving that up. Not have to worry about keeping it secret. Uh... But uh, not great Jedi, by the way. I'm not saying that great Jedi term. I'm not meaning that. But just some non-Jedi Force users with one collective path. Maybe. Maybe. 
Wine 101 at Wine 1011 asks Admiratus, bourbon, rye, or does he go straight for the jug of bottom shelf scotch? Good question. I feel I know Admiral Raddus pretty well. I think Raddus is, I think he's a simple guy. So in the heat of action, I don't think he's going top shelf. I think he's reaching down below and he's grabbing that bottom shelf scotch because he ain't got time for anything else. But if after the battle he survives and returns back to his quarters, he might reach for that one special drink. I think Akbar is more of a, say, a wine drinker. Not a snooty wine drinker, but just has some refined taste. See, Admiral Akbar has a certain dignity to him. Uh, Radis, uh, trust me, has dignity. But Radis seems like the guy that would step off of his uh, spaceship and grab a beer. Good old-fashioned space beer. Give me some jet juice. Seems like Radis is a little bit of a man of action. Admiral Akbar is too. We saw him in the Clone Wars. He knows how to fight. He knows how to he good with hand-to-hand combat. I get it. But just look at him side by side. I think Akbar likes to put on a pot of tea, kick his feet and flippers up, and just relax. Where I think Radis likes to sit around with his boys, popping open a beer, and talking about the good days. And the war is yet to come. You guys let me know if I'm wrong. And that is it for today. That is it. Thank you for listening to Spotlight Star Wars. You know what to do. You can follow me on Twitter at CatNapsuck. Use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Follow us, Force Center Pod. Like the official Facebook page. We're on iTunes and Patreon. Patreon.com slash Force Center. We uh, have recorded and probably uh, soon to be releasing our special Finish the Fan Fiction uh, episode. It is the Patreon-only series. We'll be launching once a month, and you get that just for simply re- re- supporting us on Patreon. Check that out if you want. If you don't, we're still here. We'll always be here. This is Force Center Spotlight Star Wars. I'm Ken Napsack, and until next time, may that Force thing kind of sort of always remain around you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 